Wer ist das Ding an? Oh my goodness. What? Can it be real? I thought I was blown to bits a year ago. Is this thing on? This is Big Green. Welcome to This Is Big Green. Thanks for joining us. We have a special program for you this time around. It's something in the way of a live performance by Joe of Big Green. Who is this Joe? That Joe is me. <laughs> so you're in for quite a treat. A couple of little anecdotes. Some oldies. Lots more to come, so stick with us. Splinters already. Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Is Big Green. It's me. I'm Joe of Big Green. That is me. And I am here. I'm here to entertain you, so to speak. Glad to be here. Glad to be with you after long last. My goodness, how long has it been? Um, I believe the last show we did was... At the end of last year, 2020, I believe it was in December. It was perhaps a Christmas show. Here we are in September now. And uh, it's, uh, my goodness, it's almost the uh, holiday season once again. <sighs> we really let the river run under the bridge on this one kind of a long ways. So, hope all of you have been okay out there. It's been a long time. Haven't heard from anybody, particularly. Not really. Once in a while, I hear a little muttering out there. I get a little murmur. Um, maybe something on social media. A little poke here and there. A little twig. You never know. And, uh, yeah, but not really very much. I'm not sure how many people will still be listening to this when I send it out. But I like to think that there is a core support for Big Green out there somewhere listening to us, eager to hear the latest news about their favorite group. Well, maybe not your favorite group, but certainly a group you've heard of. And maybe you haven't heard of us, but at least you're willing to give us a chance. And that's always nice. So, uh... What's been happening with us? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's been an interesting year. Um, COVID, of course. It's kind of the same story you hear from everybody. What's been happening with you over the last year? Well, it's been COVID. 
COVID kicked the shit out of us, kicked the shit out of everybody. Um, I'm not complaining because a lot of people have had it a lot worse than us. We've been pretty lucky for the most part, for the most part. But there have been, you know, illnesses in our group of acquaintances and illnesses in our family. Um, And it's been difficult, but uh, everybody's still still with us. And uh, we're sort of plugging through. Matt's been extremely busy. That's why Matt is not with me at this moment. Um, I would say if uh, he if he's available, I will try to do a remote with him at some point and maybe share it on the feed a little later on in the year. That's my hope. I'm hoping to be able to get some content from our good friend Matt. Um, but for now, you'll have to suffice with me. Just me. That's right. Joe of Big Green. And uh, yeah. I mean, here we are, uh, twenty twenty one. Um, Big Green's probably thirty uh, fifth anniversary, <laughs> the thirty fifth anniversary of our founding. Let's say our official founding back in the capital district. Cast your minds back to the mid nineteen eighties. Big Green. It's just coming together. The elements, the core elements of Big Green is just coming together around the city of Albany, New York. And north of Albany, New York, towards Boston Spa. There are those listening to this podcast who know exactly what I'm talking about. The crucible of the 1980s in the capital district of New York was something to behold. A creative cauldron into which so much creativity was was thrown and stirred up and mixed together, alloyed into a greater, more powerful art form than had ever been seen on the face of the earth. Okay, none of that is true. Uh, there were some, you know, look, I'm not going to say there weren't talent, talented people in the Capital District in the mid-1980s. There certainly were. Very talented people. Um... But, you know, we were, <laughs> we were um, sort of journeyman musicians, right? And I, I was working out that way in, in commercial bands and in sort of indie bands and that sort of thing. And I met our former partner, uh, Ned Dennison, who's uh, still a friend. Um, we, in fact, I had a lengthy interaction with Ned Dennison uh, via email not that long ago. It was it was great to hear from him. And we shared some old war stories and sort of reminded each other of some of the things that used to make us laugh back in the day. And we laughed. Oh, how we laughed. We laughed so many times. We laughed so hard. It was fantastic. Anyway, um, yeah. So I met Ned in a a commercial band. He was playing keyboards. I was playing bass. Uh, We hit it off. I think I've told this story before. And, and we, you know, we started saying, Hey, you know, why why don't we do a band? We should just do a band. And I had been trying to put together a band with my brother for years. We'd played a number of gigs over the, over the previous few years. 
Um, mostly covers, some original stuff. He did a little bit of recording, but nothing particularly good. And um, and we, you know, we we thought we'd throw in with with this Ned Dennison dude, you know, and see how that worked out. We'd done like bands previous to that. And this was kind of like, we thought of this as being like the next iteration of the same band that we kept doing over and over again. But this was different. It was, it was more indie oriented. It was more original material oriented. Um, so we, we ended up doing more of a, um, plain clothes band deal where we were trying to find, you know, sort of rundown clubs to play in. And there were, there were rundown clubs <laughs> in the area, but with Ned, I don't think we ever really got much past the rehearsal stage before Ned went his way and we went ours. Um, and that's when I think Matt really started taking off as a songwriter. Um, he was writing a lot at that point. Um, he'd been writing quite a bit before we started to do the big green thing. And he'd written many songs up to that point. But I mean, he after the collaboration with Ned, there are a couple of elements that came together at about the same time. Matt started doing multi-track recordings at home. He had like a little tape deck and started doing multi-track recordings. And he started writing for the multi-track essentially. And after we got together with Ned and we collaborated with him a little bit, I think it was coincident more than caused, but it was, he was really coming into his own as a, as a songwriter. And he started penning a lot of songs. Um, and that's when he started doing those uh, Christmas tapes that eventually produced 2000 years to Christmas, our first album, which you can find on YouTube. If you go to our YouTube channel, go to big-green.net and follow the YouTube link and you will find the entire album, 2000 years to Christmas on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Um, but Matt wrote a lot of material at that time and I was, I was writing a certain amount. He's always been much more prolific than me. Uh, he wrote a lot of material around that time that was related to Christmas songs. And he also wrote material that was completely unrelated to that and other topics and other themes, other themes. Um, <laughs> and what I did for this episode was I set up a mic and I set up a camera. Actually, I set up a tablet with a camera in it because... Every tablet and every phone has camera better than any camera that it, that I've ever owned. Um, and I uh, I recorded some songs from our multivarious catalog over the the last three decades, um, including a couple of songs that were that were sort of from this period that I'm talking about, where um, Matt was doing a lot of writing in the late 80s, early 90s. And uh, the bulk of the material that was on 2000 Years to Christmas was written in that period. And um, a number of other songs, like 
I say a number. It's really scores of other songs. There's a lot of, lot of material that he wrote that has never really seen the light of day. What I did was uh, over this past few weeks was uh, record myself just playing these songs solo uh, on guitar mostly. I did play one song on on piano, and I am going to share them with you as part of this podcast. As the musical segment of this podcast. So I I hope you enjoy them. This is think of this as kind of a solo big green concert. A virtual concert for this COVID age. Imagine me on Zoom performing for you. This is a uh, kind of an odd collection of songs. I just kind of pulled it out of my butt. But uh uh, the first one that I'm going to play is, it's a song of mine that I wrote actually in the early 90s. And it's, well, I wrote, I wrote it as part of the group of songs that ended up being on International House years later. And this song is called Roundup. And it's, it's a song that I sort of wrote in response to this story that I heard in the early 90s about this about this event called the Good Old Boys Roundup, which was like a, I think it was an ATF thing where a bunch of ATF agents got together and had a big barbecue and there was like racist overtones to it. It was kind of like a big Klan rally. (laughs) Um, There's been conflicting reports on what actually happened at that thing, but it, it sort of sparked my interest a little bit. And I, as a result, I wrote this song which I originally called Good Old Boys Roundup. Now I just kind of call it Shorthand Roundup. And uh, so that's going to be the first of this sort of mini concert series. This is our basement tape series. And so the first one I'm going to play for you here is called, once again, it's Roundup. It's a big green song from previous decades. And I just recorded it uh, about a week ago. And I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. This is a little song called Roundup, and it goes something like this. Hey, good old boys, Roundup's coming soon with a Stand out on the porch 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, wasn't that lovely? <laughs> yeah, it's me uh, sort of trying to play guitar and uh, and singing at the same time. Um, as you can see, this is this is kind of a challenge for me. Um, but that's that's a song that's um, that was going to be. I, I planned to have that on International House. We started to record it, and it just didn't quite come out the way we wanted it to. So we abandoned that recording, and uh, we we uh, moved on to other things. Uh, but that's that's the first example that I have for you here. Um, Yes, so uh, this live um, recording series that I did, I've wrote a, wrote a little bit about this on the blog, um, and you can see the big-green.net. But um, what I'm going to do with this is post this on our YouTube channel. I'll probably post them as individual files, but it's kind of like a, you know, it's like a mini concert. So it's a mini solo concert by yours truly. Rendering songs of our past. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is a song by my brother Matt. Um, this is a song that hasn't appeared on any of our albums either. This is going to be new to most people who listen to this. Um, some folks who uh, knew us from the old days uh, might remember some of our demo tapes that we we used to do some of Matt's four track recordings that we used to distribute on cassette back in the day. And this was one of the songs that, uh, that was on those collections A song called Hey Caveman. Um, uh, I'll include the intro, um, to the song in this recording and Hey Caveman was written by, by my brother, Matt back in the early 90s, and this is me rendering it on acoustic guitar. Here it goes. If anyone remembers seeing us live, <laughs> and there's probably maybe five of you out there that are still alive, who remember seeing us live, we did take little breaks between songs a lot of times because we were trying to figure out what was the next thing that we were going to play, and a lot of times that was a very contentious matter. But in any case... Um, this is a song by my illustrious brother, Matthew. Um, it's one of my favorites of his songs of the period of like the early nineties. And, uh, it's a song that he called Hey Caveman. And I, I think this is, this is probably one of my favorite of Matt's songs, but we'll see if you like it as well. Caveman, where are you going to? You're heading for the center of town. Well, that's where this road lets out. There's a rubber room vacant. Your poor mind will fit right inside. There's a well paid man just waiting. Have you, sir? Bye. Call you. 
make for the first train out For they put your brain on a train Surf it to the state I know they're no bona fide lunatic I know the children are saved I know your painting on the game walls Are just playful Why don't they go locked up Buzz Aldrin It was he went to the Your painting on the game walls are just playful. Why don't they go lock up Buzz Aldrin? It was he who went to the moon. The rubber room, your atrophy, your poor legs tangled in a state. Disappoint me, show no desire to escape. Hey, Kidman. Yeah, I hope this isn't too confusing with me, like dropping in my voice um, and introing the songs contiguous with the recording introing the the songs before the actual intro that I did when I actually played the song so I know that's a little confusing but bear with me here bear with me (coughs) excuse me not COVID just a cough just a cough I'm fine used to cough um okay so the next song I'm going to play for you And this is another acoustic solo rendering of a Big Green song. Is a song from International House. And this is one of my songs from International House. It's a song called Do It Every Time. And if you want to hear the actual album, uh, it's, I think it's on Spotify. It's on most of the streaming services. Uh, I have a link to our Orchard page on big-green.net, and I think you can listen to most, if not all, of the song. If you can't find it anywhere, I'd be happy to share it with you. Just get in contact with me um, at Big Green Joe on Twitter, or just go to big-green.net and click the contact link, and I will be glad to fix you up with that. Anyway, here's the song, Do It Every Time. Uh, solo version, which I recorded just this past week or two weeks ago. And um, this is a song originally from International House, our second album. And let me see if I can remember how it goes. It goes something like this. Do it every time 
I hope you enjoyed that. Again, excellent guitar work. <laughs> Anyone can tell that my that guitar is not my first first instrument. And again, it's, I don't play any instrument all that well. But that's but guitar is particularly um, I'm particularly guitar challenged. Let's say. But in any case. Um, my next song in this mini solo Big Green concert is another one of my songs, actually. Um, it's a song that I wrote recently, and it's called Meet Me in the Middle. Now, this is a song I played on piano. This hasn't been... I've done a recording of this, but I haven't released it. Um this is another original song. Um, 
and I'll just let you listen to it and you can you can figure out what I'm talking about. Um it's very uncomplicated song. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I was uh you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what I was thinking when I wrote this, but I just wrote it and it fell out of me in, in a couple of days and I recorded it and then I did this live re- live recording of it last week. So give it a listen. Let me know what you think. You're out there. I'm over here. Meet me in the mail. Always high when I go low. Meet me in the mail. Doesn't matter what I say. You always look the other way. All alone there in your corner. Meet me in the middle. You're on top. I'm down below. Meet me in the middle. You're away and I'm at home. Meet me in the middle. Doesn't matter what I do. Meet me in the middle I make friends you love to fight Meet me in the middle Doesn't matter what I say You always look the other way All alone there in your corner Meet me in the middle Presto, here we are again. What else have I got for you here? Hmm. I have another another selection from International House. And that song is called Johnny's Gun. That's uh, one of the songs on our second album. And... Here it is with me just playing the guitar and singing into a microphone and playing a guitar into the microphone. Actually, the guitar and the voice are both going into the same microphone. See if you can tell. Here it comes. Johnny got his gun and we dropped the bomb. Bought it home to mom and showed her how to make his day. And so it goes. Johnny took his friend down to the school. And soon the teacher knew John never liked to wait in line. So no one 
John introduced them all to the business and the payment plan. Till no one knows. But Johnny got his gun. But now they know what little John thought of everyone. Such a quiet boy, a bright boy. Such an uncomplaining son Till he got his gun Johnny and his gun went overseas Johnny's Gun. Well, there you have it. Johnny's Gun. Be glad to explain what that song's about. <laughs> that's a, you know, that's another song that's kind of rooted in a specific period of time um, and sort of triggered by a specific incident. I've got a couple of songs like that, but Johnny's Gun was really... I, I wrote that after... There was a um, abortion clinic shooting in Brookline, Massachusetts. Uh, the shooter was a guy named John Selvey. And, you know, he shot up the place and was arrested. And this was in the early 90s. And <laughs> at the time, whenever there was one of these mass shootings in those days, um, there, there are certain characteristics to the story that would always be like, you know, he was a quiet boy, you know, and he was, nobody knew he was, he harbored all these like dark thoughts and it was almost always a dude, right? But it was like, it was always the same sort of story. He was a smart kid. It was, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's true of John Salvi, but it's, it, it, it was like a, it was a trope. You know, it was a uh, common characteristic of this type of story. And that's sort of what I wrote the song around. And I was just trying to draw a parallel between the type of coverage that they give to mass shootings and, you know, the sort of the sort of horrific nature of it. 
and the fact that you know we're fully supportive of sending people overseas with guns to shoot up other people the product of it is usually um pretty ugly and we've seen this time and time again but anyway that's sort of what that song's about um what else have i got for you i think i did just one more in this session and this is an old song this is one of the first songs i wrote um after the founding of big green this is a song called uh rich man and this was a song that i wrote i think when i was living in albany and no actually i think it was after i moved back to um the city where i live now in central new york um but this is a song that is like one of the first more or less official big green songs (laughs) so to speak uh again some of the folks that have been listening to us for years may remember this song may remember the original version of this song which was kind of cheesily recorded on a four-track cassette machine (laughs) and this is not much less cheesily recorded this is me just like singing into a microphone and playing a guitar into a microphone but this this is in fact the song and and here it is let me know what you think They say I work for a rich man, I should be glad They say I work for a rich man, I should be glad They say he's good and he'll treat me just like a son Just cause a man got some They say a vote for the rich 
try to do at least something like this um, periodically, even when we can't get together. And hopefully Matt will start joining me again um, on these. And uh, it will be much more interesting because there will be a kind of exchange of ideas and a little clever repartee between myself and my illustrious brother. Um and even like, you know, occasionally a little song like our closing song, which, as you know, goes something like this. It's time for us to go. It's time for us to go. It's time for us. It's time for us. It's time for us to go. It's time for us to go. It's time for us to go. final note in any case thanks for listening we'll be back again soon well that's all we've got this is Big Green brought to you by Big Green and by no corporate sponsors we've got no sponsors this week oh my god how can we keep the show on the air the production costs are going through the roof Find out more about us at big-green.net. Check us out on Twitter at Big Green Joe. You can find us on Facebook too. Tune in next time. We'll be back soon. Take good care out there.